There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning. You're watching Mizzy Bender on Mornings with Mizzy, or you're listening to me on my podcast, which is the Mizzy Bender Show. And uh, it's Wednesday morning and it is quite gross out there today. As you can see by my hair, it's a little bit fluffy and all over the place. That's when you know it's like humid and gross. And I'm in a new location. I'm in my little house. Uh, I'm gonna start getting this place in order so I could start podcasting from out here, have no disruptions and all that other stuff, but uh, I really gotta sort out this fucking internet here. Uh, little by little, I'm learning a little bit more and understanding all the different things that I really need to do to get this ish in order. I am a day late on this week. It's been just kind of crazy and I really needed a mental health day, sort of. You know, we always talk about my womenly issues and this past weekend fucking took me by storm and I wasn't even expecting it. But um, on Friday night, it was just amazing. We had our whole family come, come in. And when I talk about the family, I'm talking about Lady, Holly, and Jim. I do really wish that uh, DJ G was with us because I do feel like he fits within that little family vibe of ours, but he had something else that he needed to do and so, you know, whatever. But everybody came in on, on uh, Friday night and Lady brought her daughter and so we had just like a really wonderful, chill Friday night, just like beverages, laughing, drinking, having a great time. It was honestly, it was fantastic. It's very rare that we all kind of get together when uh, you know we're not really doing anything. We're usually traveling, going to an event. So this was really nice. I think the last time we did something like this was Holly and Jim's wedding last June. So uh, that was really wild. And so they came in. Uh, we all went to Spencer's daughter's graduation. She jumped in and started taking over some tasks because my mind was like all over the place. I just like couldn't focus. My belly was bothering me. I don't know if I was overwhelmed because you know, I was spending time with a side of the family that I don't necessarily see all the time. I don't really know. You know, I know that I was kind of pre-warning everybody that like I don't know what it's going to be like because sometimes I get to be like a little bit awkward in that situation. And so, you know, it was, it was, there was a lot going on for me and it was interesting because Jim turned around at one point in time and was like, um, you know, like, what do we call you to your, fa- you know, like, in front of your family? And I was just like, well, what, like, I, like, for a second, or maybe he said, like, do we call you Mizzy in front of your family? Because, like, listen, I, I mean, if the world doesn't know by now, like, Mizzy isn't my real name. It is stage name. And so, even though it's stage name, I still want to change my name to that name. Because, I mean, I, I live by that name more so than my real name. And since I'm divorce and I didn't change my last name I don't use my last name in general anyways I kind of just go by like my first and middle name which is kind of funny I, I mean everything that I get delivered to my house I should say is by Mizzy Bender so I don't know what I'm talking about but uh this would have been the first time that you know like friends of the lifestyle are really around my family so when Jim asked me what he's supposed to call me in front of my family I was just like oh 
uh, I got, like, super jammed up for a second, and I didn't really know what to do. I said, no, you know what? Like, fucking full ownership. Like, I talk about all the time that we need to be our true selves and, you know, embrace who we are and not be nervous and all these different things. I was like, hello, uh, shouldn't you be taking your own advice? Yes, that's for sure. And I started thinking about it for a second, and I'm like, you know what? Listen, at this point in time, the only person that I would feel kind of like nervous about knowing about my lifestyle would be my grandmother she's super old school Italian right uh it's not like we have the closest relationship either uh it's been very estranged over the years just because of the relationship with my real dad and so there's like a lot of different things there but then I think you know what she raised my dad so the apple doesn't far too far from the tree in that regard because I know that he's like a frisky fellow with a lot of different things and he shared some of his history with me uh, you know when he learned of my lifestyle so I guess he wasn't too taken back or stunned by like some of this stuff so you know these are all the things that were going through my mind when he asked me about what to be called and I was just like fuck that if somebody's going to ask me about my name or whatever it is here we go we're gonna talk about it but at the end of the day Father's Day turned out to be a really great kind of freeing uh, day because of that, I would say. It was the first time that I didn't feel nervous about being myself. Uh, funny enough, you know, I was like talking to my grandmother about my wigs. You know, I had shared with her that I have like a million of them and every single different color. And she was really receptive to the conversation and she was kind of more intrigued about how do I take care of them and where do I store them. And, you know, she had like a million and five questions. Uh, but it made me feel so much better about not feeling insecure about it. And truthfully, had Jim not brought up that question to me, I probably wouldn't have had the same end result because I probably would have been in my mind. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. All right, well, I mean, so there's viewers, so I guess I'll just continue. So I was just talking about uh, Father's Day and all sorts of different things. I had to change locations because... Uh, my internet is going super wacky this morning. I don't know if it's because of the rain or whatever it is, but it wouldn't connect. Spencer's still around in the house, so I have to come in here. I have to figure things out. What I am thinking, since you can see me, is, uh, you know, changing this closet. This is my closet room, changing it into the actual recording space. So in the morning, I don't run into issues such as this with trying to connect and everything like that. Um, but in any event, so let's get back to it. Uh, I was just talking about what's going to be coming up in the near future. We're going to be heading to the Paradise Club with the boutique on January, oh, January, how silly, uh, July 9th. So we have a bit of time before we travel again. So it's been kind of nice. I've just been chilling at home, getting things in order for the 75 day challenge, which I'll talk about later on in the show. Um, and then after that is Missy's birthday bash, which is July 15th through 17th. And then we head to the white party in the Hamptons on the 23rd of July. And that is what we have going on for that time being. So if you have questions about any of the events, you want to come to it, whatever it may be, uh, drop a comment or reach out to me and I can give you the details or you can find everything on MizzyBender.com. Check. Done and done. Now into today's topic. We are going to be talking about ghosting um why i ask you 
And this really stemmed from a community submitted event session within our group. This is uh, a dear friend, Fred, who's been following, uh, you know, the group and participating in the morning show for quite some time. And funny enough with him, you know, I'm really excited because he's going to be coming to Mizzy's birthday bash with his uh, you know, girl. And now I've been chit-chatting with Fred. I feel like it feels like for years. Now, if you're on here, I don't know, but you can correct me if you're wrong, if I'm wrong. But, you know, he was going to attend one of the events in the past, and it just didn't work out. And uh, so now here he is. He's got this beautiful woman who's so intrigued about the lifestyle, who's been so open-minded, uh, has been lovely uh, to interact with, has just been embracing all sorts of different things. She's been embracing her own self. And uh, so it's just been a beautiful journey to watch him and now migrated into him in a relationship and the lifestyle. And so just the other day, he submitted a post about ghosting. And this is what he said. <clears throat> get my notebook out. I just want to vent. I get it. Trust me, I know. I've been in the LS for years and I know that more than half of the people you make plans with flake out. But it's frustrating, especially when wifey is so new to this and invests so much time into, into a gentleman in preparation to meet and the day of, you hear nothing from him. Like, why? That was kind of pretty much like what he was saying. Like, why does one do that? You know, and I, I, I got to thinking about this on so many different levels. So, first-hand experience, let me share my point of view. I don't know, a couple months ago, maybe last year, I actually don't even remember like when it was, it must have been, it, it probably was like earlier this year, I think, or whatever, whenever it was, I have no idea. Within the past six months, I would say, Spencer and I um, really were considering and trying to figure out how we find uh, compatible humans in our area, right? We travel so much, we're always on the road. We all know that I'm so fucking boundaried up when it comes to, you know, the community itself. No offense to you all personally, but I, it's, you know, it sounds kind of weird. Like, I, I feel like if I interact with you in some sort of way on the morning show or, uh, you know, at the club or wh whatever it may be, uh, no offense, but like the possibilities of me having some sort of sexual interaction with you probably just went down the drain. Simply because now I envision you as part of, you know, my business. And that's nothing personal, but, you know, either, you know, you're watching the morning show, which is my podcast, or, you know, you're at a Mime and Parties event, or you're at an event that I'm selling the boutique at, you know? And, like, when that happens, I now feel like we've just kind of crossed into a territory that, you know, I'm really sorry, but I need to keep this super professional going forward. Because of that, it makes it really difficult for Spencer and I to find playmates, right? And because so that's my thing, but he's also super particular too. So you put the two of us together and it's just like, oh my gosh, right? So we got to this point where we said, you know what? Why don't we really try this? Why don't we see if we can find others in our area? Listen, we don't travel all the time. And at that time it was, oh, it must have been during the winter time because we had a lot more time on our hands. And so we figured, you know what, all right, you know, we're not traveling, we're not on the road, we can find, you know, some individuals that can really enhance our lifestyle. Now we were looking for, specifically at the time, we were looking for a female and we really wanted a female that we could just hang out with. 
like a friends with benefits, right? Like it doesn't matter. Like not that like every Saturday we get together, we're hooking up. No, but maybe every Saturday we'll get together and we'll hang out. Maybe we'll go to dinner. Maybe we'll go to the bar. Maybe we'll go to the beach. Who the fuck knows what it is? But just that the option is there, that we're all on the same page, that we're allowed to have a very open, free-flowing relationship, whatever that means at that given time. So this is kind of like what we're looking for, right? Close to home. Because remember, we have Miss Lady, but she's so far away, and we really love the dynamic with her. And, you know, we miss her when she's not here, but we also miss that, you know, sexy female also. And so... We really, you know, put our put ourselves out there, and we decided to go on all the different dating apps. It was like threesome, um, I don't know, Bumble. I don't even know. There's so many fucking of them, right? And you have to pay for some of them and, and things like that. Also, keeping in mind that I really don't like that approach at all. I've talked about so many, you know, I talked about it so much that I feel like you're just kind of like going through a catalog, and it's so impersonal, and it feels so bizarre. Left, left, left. Oh, great. And, and like how judgmental right it just seems really just so terrible and I know we all do it right but that was my hesitation these are all the reasons why I didn't want to do it but I said well how else are we going to find anybody uh what else are we going to do and I got a little bit more more maybe comfortable with the idea of doing that because I was working on SDC so much and you know I saw all the different what is it, profiles with all of their information and what they're looking for, and, you know, and I, I just was spending so much time on there that I said, okay, well, I guess, you know, humans are doing it all the time. I, I got to give it a try or I'm cutting myself short, right? So we do. And like shortly into it, we find this super chill girl. She seemed almost like me, right? Like she was very like hippie-like, but she was into project management and like very business oriented so there were a lot of similarities and you know Spencer kind of just let me do my thing you know he really enjoyed the conversation too and initially it started out just on the app and we were just going back and forth and it was very light conversation right and you know listen how many apps can one really track on dating sites right where are the notifications where are this where is that so at some point in time, they had requested, you know, to go over to a text message. So we were like, all right, you know, the conversation's going really well. Why not go into a text message? So Spencer, you know, got everything set up and we went into a group text message and we were just like shooting the shit, chit-chatting. You know, I have to be very truthful. We did not share any photos back and forth. That's not really what I'm looking for right out of the gate. Uh, right out of the gate, what I'm looking for, am I going to connect with you? Are we going to have a great time? Do we have similar interests? You know what? Let's meet. If we meet, maybe I'll show you my hoo-ha. Maybe, you know, not at that night, but maybe I'll send you some photos afterwards. Um, I just am not, like, right out of the gate just going in and, you know, putting it all out there. Probably because I am super hesitant on, you know, that, that way of finding a human. And so, you know, there's a lot that I was just kind of, nah, let's wait on this for a minute. Now, they all, they didn't offer any photos up and they didn't request any photos. So it was actually a really kind of like, okay conversation, right? And there was no pressure in any kind of way. 
But at the same time, I'm also not one of those humans that's going to do that conversating for fucking months. Listen, we're either chatting and we're going to meet up like Friday or like I'm not doing this forever. That's just not my gig. I'm not looking for a pen pal. I'm not looking for like this pretend human. I Like I want to know right out of the gate. Are we compatible? Are we not? Are we doing this? Okay, great. If you can't make time to set up the date or whatever and it's going to take you four months granted i get everybody know i know that everybody's schedules are busy but let's be really honest with ourselves if it takes you four months to schedule a date you're really not that interested there's breakfast time there's coffee time there's lunch time there's all sorts of ways that one can still show that they're interested in making this work even if you have a very hectic work schedule or you have children like you know what I mean? Like, if you want to do something, you will figure out a way to do it. So that's my mentality, right? So here I am. We decide, like, we're going to try and get together. They tell us they live in this, like, specific area. And I was like, oh, that's perfect because, uh, you know, we kind of met around that area. And we used to go to this one specific bar. They have some really great apps, some really great drinks. We could meet over there. It's not a long drive for you. Uh, everything was great, right? So we're we're doing our thing and we're chit-chatting it up like all the way up to the day of the event, you know, the day. It was actually probably the night of, um, the night before. It was, they messaged and they're like, oh, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow, whatever it may be. You, you, whatever the conversation was, we said the same thing, really looking forward to it, and this is great. Now, I didn't check in the day of the meeting because I just, you know, like, I just didn't feel it to be necessary. Oh, hey, you know, I'll catch you later. We just did that last night. So, you know, Spencer didn't either. I think he had, like, a really busy, a really busy day that day, but he also is kind of the sim is similar in thought process as me. And so we go to, we go to the place. We get there. Like, an hour goes by and no show. No show. And so, like, I sent a text message and was like, hey, uh, you know, just hope everything is okay. But, like, clearly at that moment in time, like, you know, like, all right, we just got ghosted. And, like, what the fuck, right? And then after that, you know, I said to Spencer, I said, I don't even care if the person tries to reach out. Like, legit, after I send this message, I'm immediately blocking the person. And they did. I blocked them from my phone and I blocked them from... Uh, the website and I reported them because like it's just strange to me and so Spencer and I were sitting there for probably the entire evening being like but I just don't understand like what in the world um does like it, like why would anybody do this I just it was such a surreal kind of thing and the two of us were looking at each other being like did we just get like stood up why would that happen like are they watching from afar like laughing at us or you know you go through all of these different things and you're just like i mean i don't understand right so i'm just telling a story because i wanted to make sure that you all knew i understand uh the point of view and can relate terribly i don't know i so now I'm going to go over to the comments because I see that I, I have a, I have so much trailing here. Uh, good morning, Wendy Mama. I'm so sorry that I did not call you um, the last couple of days. My brain has just been like all over the place, but I super promise uh, this afternoon I'll throw you a text to see if you're available and then we can catch up. Jeremy says that the internet is no bueno in the little Mizzy house, babe. Yeah, I understand, Jeremy. I am definitely going to uh, change up this whole entire set up for the morning show truthfully it's getting to the point where i'm a little bit frustrated because i'm trying really hard uh you know to to make it really good 
And when all these fucking things happen, it doesn't make it any good, right? And then, like, if somebody's new for the first time, you know, tuning in, they're going to be like, why am I going to be watching this if there's all these, like, technological technology issues or whatever the heck all the time? So, yeah, I'm with it. And I'm really mad because I got, like, a Wi-Fi extender, too. Maybe I didn't set it up right. I don't know. My brother said that if I put it in my kitchen, that that would be the one that, like, probably would help the most, but I don't freaking know. I really don't know. Um, we'll, fi we'll figure it out. Good morning, Melissa. Bob says it's called being stood up and it's become a rampant disease. Going back to these comments here about what I was just explaining about being ghosted, there's absolutely no excuse for this extremely rude, immature behavior, and anyone that does it needs immediately called out as the low life they are. We have no tolerance for this behavior, but it's become the norm and actually meeting genuine people has become the exception. Welcome to the lifestyle which has replaced swinging. This happened to us about 80% of the time now. Oh, good morning, Jim. Good morning, Omar. Um, so Holly says, a good reason as to why Jim and I don't really like to meet people this way anymore. We used to chat and waste so much time and energy just to have the people not show. It's so crazy to me. Like, I just, I don't really understand it either. Good morning, Mr. Jim. It, it does seem like a very um, immature thing, right? And I just, it was shocking to me to see how many of us uh, really responded to the post within the Mind Benna Party's private group. You know, when, when, the vent, when the vent was posted, not that it was reassuring to that human that all of this goes on for all of us, but what it did show is that, yeah, like, what is going on in the world today that it really did seem like 80 to 90% of those that are trying to come, you know, that are trying to make a date really ends up falling out. Like, what is the true purpose of that? And like to Holly said, Holly said this is the exact reason why I don't like meeting humans on social networks and why I really do like meeting them in person because... Uh, well, they're real, right? And not for nothing, people can be whoever they want on social media. Yeah, I say social media is real because we spend so much of our lives on here, That, but you could still be whoever you want. And this is a prime example. You know, like, I come on here and I try and be my most honest self. And I say shit that, like, I probably... I don't really care about saying and I feel like it's super transparent and I feel like it's super honest like I just want everybody to be the same exact way with me because we're all human we all go through the same exact things we all have the same thoughts it's just who's going to be bold enough to say it out loud or not you know what I mean and so that's why I don't give a shit about talking about you know like my belly issues or you know the things that go on between Spencer and I at times it's unrealistic to think that we're all going to wake up and we're going to be perfect because we're not right and it's foolish to try and push those things down but it's also really foolish just to be a nasty human being for the sake of being a fucking weird human being like I don't know who wakes up in the morning and just says oh you know what I'm going to do I'm going to dedicate so much time and energy to fucking with these people and then ditching them. Like, what actually happens? I don't understand. And some of the responses within their group actually, 
you know, we're more on the defensive side. You have those that do feel like, oh, they cancel so much because they have jobs or, you know, they have kids and they have this. But listen, there is a difference between you being, uh, you know, upfront and communicating and really like emphasizing the fact that you want to spend time with this person. But you know what? I have a two-year-old and it is really difficult for me to find a babysitter because, you know, maybe they don't sleep through the night or they're challenging or you just don't have anybody in your area. Who the fuck knows what it may be? Um, you know, you can still say like, I'm so sorry. I know that we made the date. I'm not available for this evening, but you know what? Maybe we can chit chat for tonight or, you know, maybe we can zoom or maybe we can fate. I don't even know. Like there are other ways that you can substitute the evening if you have to cancel to still make it an enjoyable night for the both of you. There are options, right? Um, I know for a fact, and sorry, Holly and Jim, I'm going to use you two for an example because I... I know your story. Uh, you know, Holly had some little ones and didn't really live that close to Jim. And she, it did take her a while to actually get to the point where she had to meet Jim. But however they made it be that they kept their communication alive where neither one of them felt like they were a weird flake, it turned out to work out the right way. So things like that do happen. I think that you just have to be super honest and transparent about, you know, where you're at. So I thought that it was a great... Mm, kind of question to think through as we all, uh, you know, have experienced it. And, and it just is fucking weird. And, and, you know, Lorenzo saying that our time is very valuable. It is really valuable for all those reasons that I just described. But, you know, listen, our lives are freaking busy. I look at Spencer and I, right? And we're constantly traveling. We have two weekends where we're not really traveling. But you know what? In those two weekends, he now has to substitute, you know, for working because he hasn't worked so much, you know, in the past on the weekend. So, you know, then that just adds on to it. And then we have all the housework, right? You can all sit here and think about the 95 different things of what you have to accomplish, but you want to be with these humans. And so, yeah, our time is valuable and you're trying to put it to them that you want to spend it with them. So it's fucking weird weird I tell you um Jeremy says the worst part for me is watching that disappointment set in on her when she's waiting for a date to show up and it becomes obvious they are ghosting Ugh. so yes and Jeremy says it breaks my heart seeing her go through that shit and Holly says um, to Lorenzo, exactly. Lorenzo's Lawrence. We have a very busy, we have very busy lives too, but we made time because we wanted to meet people. It is disrespectful of people's time and energy to do that. And so, yes, there's no class. No class. Uh, good morning, Michael. It's probably one of the worst parts of the lifestyle right now, Jeremy says. Yeah, I would say that this is probably one of the worst parts of the lifestyle. You know, as I was sitting here thinking about what is my mission? Like, what am I trying to accomplish with the morning show and the podcast? And you know what? My mission is uh, really to bring awareness to all this shittiness, right? And why can't we make it a better place together? Why can't we be the new standard, right? Uh, Mr. SG, if you happen to pop around and you get to see this, I am stealing your line. Uh, Mr. SG is uh, party, uh, G party 69, six, uh, 
969 or something like that on TikTok. I'm not entirely sure. He was part of some of the TikTok movement from the swingers world. And every week he came up with this new hashtag. And he probably still does it, but I've retired TikTok. Um, and one of the things was be the standard. That was his mission for one of the weeks. And that is exactly what we should do. We should be the ones that are standing up here saying, hey, wait a minute, this is bullshit. Why are we doing this? You know, what are new standards that we can put in place to ensure that we're not being stood up or we're not doing this? Well, I mean, probably first things first, those that do actual FaceTime photo, ver you know, FaceTime verifications, you're probably going to lead out better than most of us because, well, now you know for sure that you're talking to a real person. If I ever decide to go through that route again, I am going to do a FaceTime right out of the gate. And if you don't want to FaceTime me, well, well then we're not going to provide, you know, we're not going to proceed further because at least I know that you're a real human and that you're not going to be messing with me. So I think that collectively we can try and build a foundation of like all the different things that we should be aware of. Either that or to say, hey, you know what? Fuck the social media bit. We're just going straight to in person and feeling a little bit more bold and spicy when we are at meet and greets or at the club or just in general to, you know, go up to somebody and say, hey, you look like a really interesting person. Uh, may we shoot the shit for a second and, you know, figure it out. I, I don't know, but I would have to say that there's got to be something that we can do to kind of make this not, uh, you know, so popular, I guess. Uh, Jeremy's saying it's even worse when they ghost, then magically reappear days later as if nothing happens. Yeah, Jeremy, I'm going to be honest. Like, at that point in time, if that person ghosted me, like, it's immediate block. I don't even give them the time or day on a response because, listen, you didn't value what I had to say or you didn't value my time. You didn't value anything of me. I'm certainly not going to value you to even give you uh, the satisfaction of responding because I kind of feel like that's part of what the mental fuck is with them, right? They, you know, they swing you along, they swing you along, no pun intended, uh, you know, until it's time, they drop you, but then they pick you up. Like, I think that that's their narcissistic ways of them feeling ownership or they want or control. I have seen through the different Facebook groups um, some frequently, and it's almost the same humans that do it. They kind of get, like, sucked into this repetitive behavior and they end up going back and saying, oh, okay, I understand, and, you know, then it happens again. If there's no communication leading up to the stand-up and you just come back a couple days later, I'm never going to, I'm never going to acknowledge you. Sorry, you just lost that. No fucking way. That would be insane. The other thing I want to mention, uh, if you're in one of the private groups, and even if you're on one of my public, if you're on my public Facebook page, if somebody happens to mention that they're going through this right now, this is not a public invitation for you to start messaging them uh, privately to say, I'll take care of you. For those of you that may be watching in the Mind Better Parties group, the individual that was posting this, the female did end up getting quite a few reaches, reach outs via Messenger. You're going to be kicked out of my group because uh, I know that many groups don't care or have different, not, it's not that they don't care. I shouldn't have said it that way. We all have different policies, right? Uh, I happen to be a little bit more overboard on the rules. And so, you know, for a new female in the lifestyle to get, you know, just inundated with 
messages because they said that they were stood up, stop it. Come on. Like, what the fuck? You can't be that thirsty, right? I mean, that's absolutely absurd. It just bothers me so much. Another example, I'm going to go on some tangents that bother me this morning about social media and the lifestyle world. You know, you get invited to a new lifestyle group, so you put your, you, you do an intro post. Why is it that you, the second that you put your intro post up, automatically, Everybody's like, I'll talk to you. My D's, my DM's open, this, that, and the other thing. Why can't one just say, like, hey, you know, like, how are you? Like, interact for a second. Show, like, who you are. No offense, like, those of you that just automatically go on a post and say, like, hey, we'd love to chat with you. Uh, I don't know. I find that to be just tacky. <laughs> and that's probably really ridiculous because I'm sure so many people love it. Uh, but it makes me feel like a piece of meat, sort of, because you didn't even get to know me. You didn't even, you don't even know anything about me from, and I know that that's probably how you do it in the private message, but I like to see your interaction in public on social media first, right? Because your organic way of interacting on social media gives a different kind of connection than you automatically just trying to jump into my, you know, my IMs. I can understand if like I did my intro post and you said, hey, how are you? It's great to, you know, welcome to the group. Great, I put up another post and you know, you put like, oh, looking great beautiful i don't even care fucking put a thing on there but you know like maybe after like three or four posts or something like that you know that i see your name and that there's some engagement not that you're just some like sally or sam that are popping out of nowhere and just being like let's chat like i find it to be really thirsty and that's what made me think about this when fred posted the quest you know the vent rather in the group and you know his partner started getting all of these messages in response to like helping her and it was like but that's not what the post was that's not i wasn't that's not what they were asking and i'm not asking you to hook up either on my post so yeah, don't do that, anybody. Don't don't just automatically assume that that's what it's for, because that's not. Melissa saying it's just ill-mannered these days, and it's sad. Exactly. Communication matters in all aspects of the lifestyle. Most times, it is as easy as that. Holly, I have to agree. I think communication can resolve many, many of issues, even if you're not digging the person. It's also fair to say that, like, if you've been chatting with somebody for some time, and maybe you do find out that you're not compatible, you know, maybe you find out that, you know, one likes Star Wars and the other one likes Star Trek, and they're, like, on completely different pages. Well, it's okay to say, you know, our stars don't align. <laughs> Um, but I'm just saying, like, it's okay to also say, you know what, I was really digging, wanting to get together, but after we've been chatting some, I just don't think that it is a compatible thing for me. And so, you know, I'd like to politely decline or, you know, cancel our date or whatever it may be. You don't have to be a douchebag and be like, you're an asshole. Uh, you know, if we don't get along or I don't find anything attractive about you. No, uh, you know, like, I'm sorry. We tried it. You know, we just didn't jam, and, you know, that's totally cool. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying. There are ways to handle things. And so I just feel like it is extremely sad, disappointing, and it's like, where's humanity these days? That it's so far acceptable that we think that it's okay as humans to be disrespectful and just not courteous and I don't know. Like, where are we? Where, where did that all go? 
So my statement would be, yes. Can we please change this together? And by together, it is going to be continuously voicing the things that are just a little bit wonky and probably time and time again. So those really uh, resonate with it. They say that you need to hear or see something six or seven times for you to actually absorb it. Um, and so for that, that's where we're going to be. We're going to be talking about this over the next couple of weeks, just bringing it up through conversation to say, hey, uh, where are we at? What have we learned? And uh, how can we keep sharing with others on how, this to, on, on how to not have this happen to them? We'll see if it works. I don't know. See. So Shelby says, so though I agree communication and respect are paramount, it's also important to recognize that some people are fighting their own demons and they could completely be having anxiety or panic setting in. So I try and keep an open mind about ghosting. You know what? Listen, I completely understand about mental health and all these things, right? However, let's be real, and no, I'm not being disrespectful or challenging you, but at the same time, as much as I try to be open-minded about that, you're in the lifestyle, right? You're, you're specifically engaging with humans because you want to meet, meet up with them. If you are anxiety-filled and if you are not ready, you should not even be putting yourself in the position where you are going to be having to... What am I saying? You should not be putting yourself in a position where it's going to be vulnerable for you, right? At that moment in time, well, then why why would you participate? Why would you set up the date? Like, if you feel like you're not at the point and you're going to have, like, an anxiety attack or something setting in beforehand, why would you set it up to begin with? Or why couldn't you just say, listen, uh, I'm feeling really anxious and I thought that I could do this, but you know what? I really just can't. It's okay to say that too, you know? Like, I don't know. I have a really hardcore uh, thing about this because I understand we all deal with like personal issues and we all have our own, you know, demons. But at the same time, you have to be able to fight those own demons for five minutes to not be disrespectful and follow some morals when it comes down to somebody else. It is no excuse for you to take your actions and have it be a reflection or a repercussion or um, I don't even know if those are the two words. Backlash? I don't know. It should never, ever, ever be impacted towards me, if you can understand what I'm saying. And I know that that's hardcore, you know? Um, so hookup culture has taken over. It will never go back because instant gratification is our norm now. I think that social media has made people um, incapable of impersonal communications, John says. You know what, John? I think that you might be right also. I think that a lot of humans hide behind the texting and things like that. Now I have to be truthful with you. If I had to choose between a text message, a phone call, and a Zoom call, I will never choose the actual phone call. I will choose if it's an actual conversation that we really need to have, I'll actually choose a Zoom over that and not um, 
take a text message. I'd rather see your face. I'd rather see what you have going on. I'd rather make that connection. I want to see your facial expressions. Uh, I want to feel your emotions. I, I really want to see what's going on. If it's like an actual conversation that we should be having, you know, general text message, whatever. But if you try and call me, the chances of me actually answering the phone are slim to none. There's just something about it that I hate and I find it to be extremely weird. I have no idea why. And so, you know, text message has been my mainstream of communication. And yeah, at times it does become very impersonal, especially lately. It's so much worse for me because I've had my disconnect between my social media devices and my, you know, my regular phone device and separating it out. Number one, well, I'm not so connected to you guys all the time from a response standpoint. And then I'm not I'm not connected to like my family and stuff like that on a response standpoint either because I never have my two devices together. But then I've also gotten to the point where I just fucking want, uh, you know, I don't want to be attached to my technology at all because I feel like it consumes my world too much. So now, uh, you know, four days will go by before I even answer a text message. And it's not that I'm I'm trying to be impersonal or disconnect or anything of the sorts. It's just, you know what? Looking at my phone 24 hours a day just doesn't really seem very healthy for me. So yes, come over anytime you want. My door is open. We have a beautiful outside. You can come chill. You can do whatever you want. You can FaceTime with me. We can schedule that. I'll sit with you on FaceTime, whatever. But um, the text message and all that other stuff, yeah, it's getting worse. <laughs> very worse. So impersonal, 100%. So John is saying that I agree there's more to communication than just a voice or a typed up message. People have multiple pantom oh boy, these words that you guys throw at me. Okay, pantoma pantomimes, I'm gonna have to look that up. And also add to communications, and it's important when both sending and receiving those messages. This does not come over phone or text messages, unfortunately. I agree, and that's one of the reasons why I love the, the, the FaceTime, and actually I really learned that with Wendy from the Paradise Club. She was like one of the first ladies that I really, well, aside from Lady, you know, my girlfriend, but I mean, that just seemed normal for her and I to do that, right? But then when, you know, Wendy decided, I don't even know how, I don't even know how it came about, but somehow we decided that we were going to FaceTime one day instead of, you know, like a text message or a phone call. I was like, well, this is fucking, this is like really fantastic. And I think that that was the turning point on when I actually thought and knew I needed to bring the morning show back because from a mental health standpoint, I was like, wow, this is so great to, I don't know, talk out loud, see other people's responses, like get engagement back. It was like amazing. So that's when my point of view really started to change on, you know, the Zooms and, you know, kind of a more personable interaction. Listen, I've had a lot of growth since January. It's really unbelievable. Lady and I were talking about that this past weekend. You know, every time her and I get together, we have these really in-depth fucking deep, deep conversations. And we always walk away with takeaways. And every time we go back, we always kind of revisit and say, okay, what'd you do? How'd you execute? What'd you work on? And, uh, you know, the technology pieces and, you know, just feeling a little bit more light and free, a lot of different things. So yeah, I've been growing a bunch. 
let's see. Dave says texting can be easily misconstrued. Oh boy, that's the other thing too. I have the tendency, I don't know, I put exclamation parts, I put emojis. I do all sorts of different things to try and make sure nobody is going to misinterpret like what I have, uh, you know, going on because that happens sometimes. Like I'll read a text message and I'll be like, what the fuck is this person trying to say? Like, you kidding me with this? And yes, they actually don't mean that at all. And, you know, what are you going to do? You misinterpret it. And so maybe we shouldn't be saying those things if they're going to be misinterpreted, though. Because sometimes some of the things that are said to me, I'm just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? This, this, this shouldn't be said for me to even be questioning it at all. Shelby says, I love video chatting. I think you really get a sense of people that way. I agree. Now, when we're going to be meeting somebody for the first time and this whole ghosting thing, I mean, I still feel like, yes, you can do so many different things where you can, you know, FaceTime and you can really get to it. That's not going to stop the person from ghosting you, but it's certainly going to stop the person from pretending like they owned you. That's how, you know, like that, isn't it so weird? That's how I feel. I feel like that's that when we got ghosted, it was like they owned us for a second, right? It was like somehow they got one over on us and they knew that they, I, like, I don't even know. Like, it just, a very messed up mindset that it, 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 it gives me. And so even though, yeah, all these things that you could put in place to ensure you won't get ghosted, well, all these things you're putting in place is just to ensure that they're actually a human being and, you know, it's not somebody catfishing you. I guess that's what I also thought too, like, you know, who knows? People are wild and they do all sorts of silly, weird things. But the video chatting is really great. We had a couple that we used to video chat with a bunch because they live way down south. And that was really lovely too. You know, COVID was a wonderful thing when Zoom really started to come about. When we really started to have our Zoom parties and stuff like that, it really did give a sense of togetherness. And it really was great on how you can feel so connected with somebody, even though you're so far away, you know, from them. It is kind of nice, you know. I recently started FaceTiming with my mom because she's in Pennsylvania. And, you know, some days the days are really long and I just, you know, don't want to be doing it by myself. And so sometimes we don't even talk. Uh, you know, we just have the FaceTime up and she's doing her thing and I'm doing my thing. And it's great, right? Like, hold on. I know that I, I saw something that Matthew had wrote about being, um, about the anxiety stuff. Okay, so Matthew says, as a sufferer, as a sufferer of anxiety and other emotional issues, if you aren't ready to push your personal boundaries with those issues, then you need to work more on that before diving into the LS and poly lifestyle. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's why I'm saying, like, although I totally, although I told, oh, and Shelby saying, oh, I agree with that, Mizzy. I just know that I've had a couple times when I, when I was a unicorn, where at the last minute I panicked. Now I always at least sent a message. Now I, at least I always sent a message, but I agree. Being in the best mindset is crucial in the LS. Thank you, Shelby, so much for not taking that personally. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to be combative or like attack your point of view in any kind of way. Um, so I'm so thankful that you understood where I was coming from with my response to you. Because I do think that it's important. Listen, that's one of the reasons why... I am going to be putting on the 75 day challenge. Body confidence is where it originated from, but overall personal confidence and 
you know, acceptance of who we are and, and understanding who we are is really what the foundation of the 75-day challenge is. Yes, it's originated from, uh, you know, reading for 10 minutes or more a day, working out 30 minutes, you know, twice a day, drinking a gallon of water, sticking to a regular diet. These are some very specific things within the challenge. Uh, but for me, when I think about, you know, what this means to our community and what it, what it means to our lifestyle uh, about feeling more confident within ourselves, mind, body, and soul, I thought that doing it together to really try and work through some of these things that we struggle with would help to make us more successful at the end, right? I know for me all the time, uh, there are some things that I struggle with and I say, you know what, I'm going to work on this. Well, you know, I work on it, I work on it, I work on it, and then all of a sudden I fall off. And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, now i got to start all over again. Well, number one, it's okay to start all over again. But number two, on those days when I'm like, oh my god, I really need a boost, uh, you know, come help me, guys, and support me. At least it's awareness on two different levels. It's something that I'm working on for my own selves, but now I also just built the confidence and a little bit more mm, to say, you know what, I'm struggling, I need help today. And those are all the basic foundations on why I'm so, you know, proud of putting on the 75-day challenge. I brought mine to a little bit more of a, a, a bigger level, I would say. You know, I stuck with those, the five that is suggested in the challenge. But then I also added two of my own. And two of my own are journaling every day and ensuring that I get all of the rings resolved, uh, all of the, the rings achieved on my health watch. Um, and I felt like those are two really important habits to add into my day. Number one, I journal almost every day, right? But the depth of journaling changes greatly on the amount of focus that I have or I don't have. And so on the, the moments when I'm just rushing and I'm like, oh, I'm journaling because I have to, you know, it's like maybe a page or two. When I actually sit there and I allow myself to dump my thoughts, really dump my thoughts and say, you know what, you need to say this out loud, even if it's just writing it on paper uh, and get it out there. It could turn out to be, you know, 25, 50, a lot of pages. So I go through a lot of notebooks and a lot of ink. That kind of journaling is really, really important to me. So I added that to my list. And also, um, the Getting all of the rings on my health watch is super important to me because, listen, my house is really small. I spend the entire day by myself. It's not like I have so many places to go. You know, these are the types of job activities that I have. So how much activity am I actually getting? I realized hardly any. I have been trying for so long since I got the watch to at least get my that full pink bar, which is you have to achieve 500 active calories in a day. I fucking can't. Is that not absurd? I can't even hit that. So I'm doing something clearly wrong, which is where like the exercise is going to come into play and, you know, all that, which is going to stop sending me into a fucking mind fuck every single time, you know, I feel a little bloated or who the fuck knows what goes on. But I do know that these are the things that are going to be critical to me. And in order to help me, like I started, I created this journal. You, I don't know that you can see it, but it's like my tracking journal. And I started to write down like all of the things that I want to tackle. Because for me, like tracking and journaling is, you know, great for my mindset. So I figured, okay, you know what? I'm going to create, I'm going to create the book and I'm going to, you know, go through it. And I started this 
a week ago because I wanted to be two weeks ahead of the pro you know the program actually launching because I wanted to see like where my where my hard spots were actually going to be and this weekend proved to be a challenge it was really difficult having you know so much company around it was really difficult trying to maintain I don't know being at the event and you know being healthy or you know in between beverages am I drinking my water you know, PMSing and not really realizing that I was, uh, you know, and then my body turning into the exorcist that actually took me out for three days, which is why I had to cancel the morning show yesterday. Um, so it's really helpful to be able to look back and say, you know what, okay, these are the days that were really difficult for me. Maybe the next set of 30 days, I'm going to be a little bit more aware and not struggle so much. So I'm really hoping that this is going to be the next set of self-growth for my own self and I'm hoping that you'll do it with me uh, for that encouragement exactly for all these reasons uh, you know if you are anxiety filled if you are struggling with like meeting somebody for the first time you know maybe sticking to this very specific regimen habits or whatever will help get us to a super positive mindset where all of our insecurities kind of float back a little bit more and um, I don't know we focus on smiling a little bit more because you know we're starting our out you're starting our day out with like a morning stretch or you know that hydration really helps the complexion you know when you don't see those bags under your eyes uh, it's a pretty proud moment right like that's how I feel so uh, that's the reason why the 75 day challenge is really starting and I think that it would be a really great thing to uh, do together and so Matthew's saying that we always go out of our way to convey that canceling is okay. If the person doesn't have the energy or ability to make an appointment or date, that's understandable. Just let us know. Ghosting just leaves us confused, as do the rest of it. It leaves all of us feeling confused. And, it's, and so Lorenzo's saying it only bothers you because you have class. Exactly. You have morals. Exactly. And so in 75 days, Mrs. Boutique would have won the ASN Awards. Oh, Lorenzo, yes. We have nine or eight more days left of voting to see who is going to be voted ASN champions. Um, so Lorenzo's in for um, influencer. Mizzy's Boutique is in for best retail outlets. We have the Paradise Club in for best club location. Junebug in for best DJ. We have TPA in for supporting business. Um, I mean, Lexi Silver for erotic writer. <laughs> you know, I have to chuckle when I say this. So for some odd reason, I always say exotic when I'm supposed to say erotic. I don't know why I always fuck up the two words, but if you ever hear me say exotic, you used to say, Mizzy, you mean erotic. That's what you mean. I always mean erotic. I don't mean exotic. Um, okay, so down to the comments, and then I gotta stop babbling this morning. I'm all over the fucking place. Andrea says, interested in hearing yours and the group's thoughts on the definition of ghosting. Personally, if I'm chatting with somebody for a day or even a couple of days and the combo. Okay, so Andrea, we're talking about ghosting in the sense of you've scheduled a date with somebody and you just don't show up. So you've been chatting, 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 and then all of a sudden uh, you don't you don't show up to the date. That's what we mean about ghosting. Now, if you're just chatting for a day or two and it fizzles out, 
I mean, listen, I, I would still I would still think that the respectful thing to do would say, hey, like, I know that we got off to, a, you know, a good start, but this just isn't working out for me. I mean, I do believe that it would be respectful to kind of, like, end it if there was no in-depth conversation for there to even be that kind of segue into a conversation, well, then I would not feel that you have to do that. But, you know, if it's been like a week or two and you, you know, it's getting like hot and heavy and stuff and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, wait a minute, that was a red flag and you want to abort mission, well, that's okay too. Uh, but specifically for this conversation, it is chatting, 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 you schedule the date and then all of a sudden there's a no-show and there's no conversation and there's no you know, no, no, nothing to say otherwise on, on what transpired. And so that's specifically what we're talking about here. Um, and so she says that a lot of times when she's talking, she just trails off. A lot of people think that's ghosting. I think the term is getting overused sometimes. Yeah, I would agree. I don't, I don't interpret that as ghosting. I listen, I don't take online messaging conversations very seriously at all by any means. Truthfully speaking, I don't even hardly answer my messages. If I do, it's because we've probably interacted 9,000 times over social media and I have a general awareness of who you are or I've met you in person. But that still does not say that my response time is is, is a good turnaround time because it's not. Uh, so, I mean, I guess one can interpret that as I'm ghosting, but that's not what we're talking about here at all. Uh, you have to physically create a date and then not show up. Matthew says, always be open and honest. And if you tend to flake out or not reply quickly or often, be upfront about that and set expectations. I think that that's a really great point of view also. There are times when, uh, you know, we get into a conversation with somebody and I will tell them, uh, listen, I'm all over social media all the time. So there are just some days that I just don't want to chat and I just don't want to respond. And so like, I do try and set that tone up front because I think that it's only fair. Uh, and then I can say, you know, you can go check out my social media if uh, you're curious what it is that I'm up to every day. Um, and so, yeah, I do agree with that. If, if you know your tendencies and if you know what your cycles are, just share them. You know, I have a one, my one girlfriend, she lives around town. Her and I are terrible at texting one another. But like a week will go by and we'll legit pick up the conversation just right where it left off. But we know that about each other. I know she's doing her thing. I know I'm doing my thing. And there's like no hesitation because we talk about it all the time, right? And so it's clear expectations about, you know, where we're at. So that's a really great, great point of view. I have to agree with that. So listen. Uh, the morning show got me a little bit twisted the mor this morning simply because I was having so many internet issues and so it kind of got my brain a little bit scattered. I really appreciate you guys kind of sticking out, you know, sticking it through and, and following along. I do hope that you go to MizzyBender.com and enter this month's raffle. It is a $50 giveaway with stuff from our sponsors, which is Mizzy's Boutique, One Condoms, SDC, Naughty Indulgence, and Spunk Lube. Um, some really fun stuff. And then on my main page here, I already started to post the information about the 75-day challenge. The group is already open. It will not begin until July 1st, but you're more than welcome to go get yourself set up in the group and start checking out all the resources that I am putting together. I've built quite a few Pinterest boards that have healthy recipes on them. I have put together ex an exercise board. I put together some motivational quotes. I'm bringing in some badass bitches from the lifestyle that are going to be supporting 
uh, the 75 day challenge with some educational pieces, their erotic books, uh, and some really other great things that I can't announce yet, but certainly you should stay tuned to. Uh, so I guess that's really it, you guys. I hope that you enjoy this super messy day. And uh, if you have anything that you want to hear me talk about, send me a message. For this week only, we will resume on Friday at 7.30 Eastern. Until then, you guys, I'll talk to you super soon.